Kiso, Hsoka, We are reading only one verse. Tugenda kusoma olunyirirulumuruka. What does it say there? In English it says, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ once again. Amen. Amen. So we are happy to be in the house of the Lord this evening. I've also been asked to speak to Evening Light Bright Tabernacle. So we greet the saints uh, on Zoom this evening. Last Wednesday, I preached on pointing people to Christ. And so today I will talk about the same. Maybe it can be a part two of what I spoke about. Many people contacted me and they said they were really blessed by that service. And actually, one, one believer told me, do you have a part two of that? <laughs> and I, I realized I might have a few parts of this same thought. So, uh, let us be in prayer. Believing that the Lord will minister to us. Amen. Amen. Pointing people to Christ. Be ye followers of me even as I also am of Christ. You notice, uh, speaking of this, we need to understand that the world that we are living in currently is a world that is looking for followers. When I say world, I mean the people. You see, everyone is looking for followers. Uh, hospitals are looking for followers. When you go there, they register you, they want you to keep coming. And, and so, when you go back, it will not be a hassle. So you are a follower. When you go to churches, churches also look for followers. And uh, it, has, it has come to a point whereby churches or denominations begin to boast uh, according to how many followers are following their church. And if we were to say that the church that has the biggest following is the right church, that would be the Roman Catholic Church. Because the Roman Catholic Church has the biggest following in the world. Today. How many knew that? It has 
the biggest following. But I hate to disappoint you. But it's not about how big the following you have. Many times, uh, if you have a big following, actually, spiritually speaking, a big following is a sign that there is something wrong. You know, when Jesus Christ was still on earth, yes, he had a big following also at one time. We see he started as a small church, really with only a handful of believers. And then later on, the people multiplied into a thousand. Because as they kept on hearing the, test, the testimonies out of his ministry, they would hear that the man was raising the dead. They would hear he would, uh, you know, give, uh, you know, miracles. He would heal the sick. He would open the eyes of the blind. And as they kept on hearing these testimonies, they were attached. And they were pulled towards the ministry of Jesus Christ. And so, at one time, he had 5,000 in his church. And so, it it was a big church. What today we call a mega church. And so, Pastor Jesus came up one day and, uh, you know, the people were hungry. And, you know, Pastor Jesus had to bring a solution. You know, this is a miracle worker. This is a promise keeper. And, and so, when he was standing right before them and uh, they told him that the people are hungry, he they looked at him and kept quiet. They waited for a solution. And he told them, what do you have? He took what they had and he multiplied it and they had many bread and they had many fish. And every one of them, every last one ate. Every last one ate. And they even had a remainder of some fish and some bread. And they collected a bunch of baskets. And people were happy. Said our pastor is the pastor. Our pastor is the best. They said our pastor. There is no one like him. Our pastor. He is the top notch. He is summoned. Do wonders in our life. He only spoke. And bread was multiplied. Let me ask you, church. Who among you would not want to be under the ministry of such a man? He, you come and tell him, Pastor, I have no rent. He says, Receive your rent. And manager is created in your pocket. Says, I have no food. And food is just created by a miracle. That is the nature of Jesus' ministry. And people loved him. And people increased. Actually, we say he had 5,000. But it was more than 5,000. Because 5,000 were only men. So if you count women and, and children, he had about maybe 15,000. Or maybe 25,000. Because usually women and children are more than men. So he was a pastor of a mega church. But 
Then he brought uh, uh, another revelation. This is what pushed away the people. He now did not preach a message of miracles. He did not preach a message of signs and wonders. But now his sermon was the word. He says, he that cannot eat my flesh and drink my blood is not a part of me. And they looked at him. They said, is this man a vampire? How come he can tell us to eat him and drink his blood? We cannot do that. God forbid. One by one they walked away. One by one they walked away. The church which had tens of thousands of people remained with only about 12 people. One, two, three, four, five, twelve. And they looked at Jesus. And he looked at them. He did not say, please remain with me. Please stay. But he looked at them. And he said, do you also want to go? Meaning, his message was not that which was pulling people towards himself. But yet, he is the only man in this earth who had a ministry that was worthy pulling people towards him. But today, we have every preacher, every man behind a pulpit, his ministry is pulling people towards him. That is a clear sign of a false prophet. A true prophet of God will not pull people towards himself. He will pull people towards God. Towards the word. Because God is the word. And his word can never lie. His word is the truth. His word is final. Praise the name of the Lord. While I'm continuing here, you have to clear my sound. I'm hearing a lot of uh, you need to Make it a bit better. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And Jesus yes. preached a very hard sermon that day. Let me remove my coat. I'll try to preach like he preached. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, don't be so gloomy. Tell him, so be, be happy. Smile. Hallelujah. If you want the Lord to speak to you, amen, be ready to receive. How many are ready to receive this evening? Be happy, be ready to receive. Praise the name of the Lord. And so we see that Jesus preached a very hard sermon that day. And the people left him. But he was not pulling the remedy. He instead told them to go away. But those who stayed, they told him, he says, to whom can we go? Who hearts the words of eternal life? Why did they stay? They did not stay because he was a good man. They did not stay because he looked so nice. They did not stay because he did miracles for them. They did not stay because he had a big church. But they stayed. They stayed because of the word. Amen. We are here. 
Because of the word. We are following him. Because of the word. Amen. Uh, brothers, uh, 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 please help on the sound. It's becoming worse now. Praise the name of the Lord. There's quite a lot of stereo. Or maybe I'll not preach until you, brothers. Brother Dixon, I, I don't know why you always have to be told. You will have to excuse us, friends. Well, I think that is becoming better. When it is good, I'll tell you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, I think that is good now. That is good now. I think we can go with that. So he says, Be ye followers of me, even as even as I also am of Christ. And I want you to think about the scenario when these people leave and they are only left with, Jesus is left with only a handful and he does not beg them to stay. But today, when you have a church of 10 people, 20 people, 30, 50, you don't feel very satisfied. Because you feel maybe what you're preaching is not the truth. The truth will not draw crowds. The truth will draw only those that we are predestinated to life. And any God-called man will preach the truth regardless of how many people he is preaching to. And when he preaches it, he will preach his heart. I always say he will preach like a dying man to a dying generation. Because we are not preaching to bring followers to us. We are not committed we don't come to make you know to make you happy so you can follow us. We don't come you know to give you things so you can follow us. You know we come to tell you something which will prepare you for the coming of the Lord. Because Jesus is coming and he is the one we love, he is the one we worship, he is the one we follow. You know let me tell you in this world today there is a church which is not amen, leading people towards that denomination it is not leading people towards a man it is not leading people towards a system but it is leading people towards a living God it is leading people towards Jesus Christ I believe I am part of that church I believe I am a member of that church and the bishop of that church is Jesus Christ himself the one that died and amen rose again and I want you to hear this from the message Elijah when you see these drunks and prostitutes on the street. Don't point your scornful finger and say, I'm better than they are. I'm requesting you, Brother Dixon, to sit there. Brother Prince, sit this side and make sure, Brother Dixon, that the sound is perfect. Amen. 
When you see these drunks and prostitutes on the street, don't point your scornful finger and say, I'm better than they are. How many saw a drunkard this past week? Brother, how did you feel about the drunkard? It was nasty. It is really nasty. This man is really nasty. It's a mess. I will tell you, 90% of believers feel that way. But our prophet here tells us, when you see these drunks and prostitutes on the streets, don't point your scornful finger and say I'm better than they are. The thing to do that person is just as low as they can get now. If anything is as low as he can get. If anything take them by the hand and lift them up. And point them to Jesus Christ, the Son of God who can save them. But oh, I belong to the churches. We don't have such people uh, like that in our churches. We've, we've drawn a boundary line now. We, we just let a certain class of people come to our churches. What we need today is that old-fashioned Holy Ghost revival. A nationwide which makes us all shake hands with one another and call one another brother and sister. Are you hearing what I'm saying, church? The problem we have the problem that we have that many people you know draw a boundary line they say oh that one is a drunkard oh that one is like this oh that one is doing his hair like that oh that one is doing this and that for us in our church we are better than all of them so in other words they kind of feel in their church they are the only ones going to heaven in their church they are the only right ones. Let me tell you, that is how denominations started. And we are not members of any denomination. Believers of the message of the hour. They are not followers of any denomination. We are followers of Christ. We are not followers of any denomination. Amen. There is a message in the land. It is called the end time message. It is not any religion. It is beyond religion. It is beyond church. It is beyond fellowship. It is a connection with Jesus Christ. Amen. And we are a part of it here. We don't want to draw a boundary line. We, want to, we don't want to have a certain class of people come to our churches. We need everybody to come. We want the Muslims to come. We want the Catholics to come. We want the drunkards to come. We want the prostitutes to come. We want the immoral to come. We want the sinners to come. When they come, 
They are going to meet a living God. And this God will change them. And this God will baptize them with the power of the Holy Ghost. And they will no longer be what they used to be. Some of those were us. Some of those were you. But now we have been washed. But now we have been sanctified. Now we have been filled with the Holy Ghost. We are now on our way to heaven. Some of you are not there yet. But I tell you, you are going to get there. As long as you stay under the pure word. As long as the pure word is preached. There is nothing that can take that revival out. You must be filled with the Holy Spirit. Tell your neighbor you must be filled with the Holy Spirit. You must be born again. As long as the, the true word is being preached to you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hebrews series it says now the little tabernacle he was talking about his tabernacle in Jeffersonville. Has no membership. But we have fellowship. And I want to say this. Every true church has no membership. But has fellowship. You see, what is membership? Is when they tell you, you know, we own you. Some of them, even in the denominations, they bring a book where they tell you to sign your name as a member, subscribe as a member. Whereby, if you left, it will be as if you are going to hell. But in the message, we have been set free. In the message, we don't do it like in the denomination. We don't believe in church membership. But we believe in fellowship. We have no creed but Christ. We have no law but love. Come on, say it with me. We have no book but the Bible. That's the only book that we know. And the only thing that we know as we have as the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins. We have fellowship one with another. While the blood you know when we come in the fellowship and the word is preached the blood begins to take to cleanse. To cleanse you. To cleanse you. To cleanse you. And as you are being cleansed. As you are being cleansed. Then we can have fellowship. What is the basis of fellowship? The basis of fellowship. Is the blood of Jesus. The basis of fellowship. Is the true word of God being preached. If any church does not stand with the true word of God, I have no basis of fellowship with them. If they don't preach one God and they preach three gods of the Trinity, that is not a Bible doctrine. It was brought and added by the Roman Catholic Church. And that is why I cannot fellowship in the Roman Catholic Church. 
Why? Because I have no basis of fellowship. My basis of fellowship is with those that believe in one God. In the one God of Abraham. In the one God of Isaac. In the one God of the Bible. Amen. My basis of fellowship is with those amen, that believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit after believing. My basis of fellowship is with those that believe we have a message amen, that has restored us back to the faith of the Pentecostal fathers. We have no membership. We have fellowship. Tell your neighbor we have no membership but fellowship. Are you not so glad to know that you are not owned by a church? You are not a property of Days of the Voice Fellowship. You are not a property of Evening Light. But you are a property of Jesus. The man that died for you. The man that gave himself for you. Amen. He gave his life's blood for you and me. He is the one that owns me. He is the one that consumes my, my life. He consumes my mind. He consumes my heart. He consumes all of me. I want to be his. And I want him to be mine. Amen. He owns me. I am his. And he is mine. He is my bishop. He is my teacher. He is my Lord. Yeah. He's my savior. Hallelujah. Amen. I am so glad that I can boast in Christ. Not in my church. Not in my religion. Not in my denomination. Come on, sisters. Not in my church. Not with my pastor. But I can boast in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. 1 Corinthians 12, 12. He says, for as the body is one and has many members and all the members of that one body being many are one body. So also is Christ. For by one spirit we are all baptized into the one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be born or free, whether we be Banyoro or Batoro, whether we be Bachiga or Baluru, whether we be English or African, Amen. We have been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we have all been made to drink into one spirit. The more we hear the word of God, the more we are drinking into the spirit. And the Bible says, 
here. Amen. That we have many members. But the body is one. Tell your neighbor the body is one. But the members of the body are many. Now, all the members of that one body being many yet it is one body. And it says by one spirit are we all baptized into that body. How many bodies? One body. Now, if anybody is going to go in the rapture, he must be a member of that body. We don't have two bodies of the Lord. There can only be one body. I want you to think about it, friends. Amen. Before this message came, we have had many religions. We had Anglicans, which I was a part of, Catholics, Adventists, you know, Mormons, you know, and all the others. Pentecostals, and each group was claiming to be that body. The Catholics were saying we are the universal body and anyone who is not a member of the Catholic Church is not part of the body. And they were saying we are the body. The Anglicans then came later. They said no you are wrong. We are the body. And the, and the Pentecostals came and the Baptists came and the Presbyterians and each of them was claiming to be that body. We are the body. But here, when, the, when God in, in, in the end time rest, restored the church back again to the foundations of the truth, he told them none of them is the body because those are systems. Listen, those are organizations. Those are denominations. Are you hearing me? There is no religion going to heaven. There is no denomination going to heaven. But let me tell you, souls are going to heaven. People are going to heaven. Only those who are a part of that body. And he says, how do you become a part of the body? You become a part of the body by being born into the body. Listen, you do not join the body by writing your name on a church book. You don't join the body by shaking a pastor's hand. You don't join the body by attending fellowship somewhere. But you become a member of the body of Jesus Christ by being filled with the Holy Ghost. And how do you be filled with the Holy Ghost? Chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. He says repent every one of you. And be baptized. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins. And he shall. I won't know. And he shall. I won't know. Where, where is the scripture brother? And he shall be. Filled. 
Tell your neighbor, ye shall be filled. Ye shall be filled. How you can't be filled by being a member of a certain church. You can't be filled by going to some organization. You can only be filled amen, by being amen by, by receiving Jesus Christ through repentance after belief of the truth. And you are baptized in much water in the name of Jesus Christ. There is no other name whereby we can be saved but the name of Jesus Christ. Amen is the only name. I said there is no other name but only Jesus. That's the only name whereby we can be saved. And once you have believed on that name and you are baptized in much water then God looks at you because you have faith he accepts you and as a proof he has accepted you he fills you with the Holy Spirit when you receive the Holy Spirit you are now a member of the body so who are the members of the body of Jesus Christ they will believe in all that where are they going to come from they will come from all denominations they will come from Anglican. They will come from Catholic. They will come from Pentecostal. They will come from Baptist. They will come from Presbyterian. They will come from everywhere. And they are going to come from every nation on earth. What I'm teaching today is something foundational. I want you to listen to me with all your heart. You see, they are going to come from everywhere. We should never, we especially as believers of this message, we should never think that our little church is the only church that has the truth. That is foolishness. We would have become denomination. The body of Jesus is a large body. It is all over the world. You see, these names we name ourselves. DVF, blah, 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 blah. It's just like the Catholics also name themselves Roman Catholic, Anglican, Presbyterian. No difference. No difference. It's just names that is used for the government. Those are not even ours. We do not identify ourselves by DVF or by evening light. That is just a registration for the government to identify us. But how do we identify ourselves? We identify ourselves as part of the body. If we are filled with the Holy Ghost, if we are filled with the Holy Ghost, if we believe the truth, then we know we are members of the body. We cannot know we are members as a group. 
We have to know as individuals. Many of you can come here and you still go to hell if you are not filled with the Holy Ghost. So it's not about where you go for church. You can even go where the truth is preached and you miss it. But if you receive it and you are filled with the Holy Ghost then you are sealed as a member and when the trumpet of God shall sound amen you will be among those that will go in the rapture the Bible says your body shall be changed mortality shall put on immortality and then you will fly away but I tell you what you can easily miss it and the body of Jesus is one body but with many members. The moment you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you are a member. And how many members do we have in this church? I am a member. If you don't know whether you are a member or not, amen, I tell you what, every service you come to, be sure you are a member. Because if you are not a member, you will not go in the rapture. Sometimes when you preach against what some denominations do and what some churches preach, people get offended. How can you speak against my church? My bishop. My denomination. They love their denomination more than they love themselves. Because if you loved yourself, you would surely love the word of God. But people love their pastors, their churches, their denominations more than they love the word of God. It is only in the message of the hour Amen, that God has said, come out of harm. We are called out to come out of the system of man, to come out of denominations, to come out of a religion, so which religion are we? Which religion are you, friends? Which, what is our religion? I'm asking you. You don't know your religion? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> praise, praise God. Somebody said we don't have I say, I am not a member of any religion. But I am a member of the body of Jesus. To you who wanted me to be a member of a religion, let me ask you, what member, which religion was Jesus a member of? Yes, you are a member of Dinichi. What about Paul? What about Peter? What about Silas? All these are in the Bible. They were a member of which religion? Their religion is my religion. And their religion is the old time religion. The one that was given in the beginning. And I am a member of that religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that Give me that old time religion. Some people here are not members, otherwise, they would know the song of our religion. Give me that old time. Give me that. Well, give me that old 
time religion is good enough for me. Let me tell you. What is going to be good enough for you? The old time religion. What did it do in the beginning? The old time religion did not believe in women preachers. If you are a member of it, whatever I say, you say, Amen. The old time religion is the religion of the Bible. It did not believe in women preachers. It did not believe in makeup. It don't believe in that. It did not believe in women cutting their hair. The old time religion did not believe in denomination. The old time religion did not believe in baby or infant baptisms. Is it a man? The old time religion did not believe in following a man. The old time religion pointed to Christ. I said it pointed to Christ. The old time religion did not, be, did not accept a man who was married more than once to be a pastor or a deacon. Is that a man? The old time religion preached Christ, not money. The old time religion pointed people to heaven, not to hell. The old time religion did not believe in women wearing mini skirts. Is it a man? The old time religion believed in men being real men, not wearing those things as if they are power them inside. The old time religion believed in people being filled with the Holy Ghost. The old time religion believed in people shouting, people clapping their hands, people dancing for the Lord. The old time religion Amen was fire. The old time religion I said was fire. Not coldness. The old time religion did not believe in holiness. The old time religion believed in holiness. Can I have an amen? The old time religion did not believe in fornicators remaining among us. The old time religion kicked out fornicators out of the church unless they repented. The old time religion believed in righteousness. Can you say amen? And we are a member of that old time religion. Jesus was a part of it. Peter was a part of it. John was a part of it. And I'm so glad I can say I am a member. Praise God. The devil doesn't like that. But we love it. <laughs> the old time religion believed in love. A brother was a brother. A sister was a sister. 
Are you hearing me? The autumn religion did not believe in hatred. Did not believe in division. The church in Corinth. Amen. When the church at, at, at Ephesus were brothers, believers together, members of one body. No division in the body. The autumn religion did not believe in men being bishops over others in a way that they control other pastors. The old-time religion believed in every church meaning local fellowship being independent being sovereign but so, their sovereignty was only under the word and the Holy Spirit. So all the fellowships, wherever they were, they were preaching nothing out of the word. They would only preach the word. Oh, we are going back to our ABCs. We need to know our ABCs. We need to know what we stand for. Your amen should be better than that one. Hallelujah. There is only one body. We become a part of it by a spiritual birth. He says, whether we are born or free, whether we are, you know, Jews or Gentiles. And you find, in our generation, you find a lot of issues, a lot of problems. Listen to me. Here. People dividing and, and themselves. So, no, this one is a church of Bachiga. No, this one, this one is a church of of Afumbira. This one is a, for us. We are Alur. For us, we are Teso. Only Bateso here. No, no, no. This one is of, of only Banyakitara. No, no. This one is for children of Nambi. Are you hearing me? That's not the old time religion. We were part of those tribes. We were a part of those tribes, but when we came to the Lord, we were changed, and we were made members of one body. So once you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you are part of it. God does not have grandchildren. He only has sons and daughters. Children are usually born by inexperience, not joining the family. So we don't believe in this kind of thing that I, I joined, so I'm a member also. No, we don't, we don't accept that. You must be born into this family. And this family, you are born into it by an experience. You are not born into it by shaking the pastor's hand. You are you are not being born into it by being a, a family member somewhere. It doesn't matter whether your, 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 your father is the pastor. Are you hearing me? It doesn't matter whether your uncle is the pastor. It doesn't matter whether your father-in-law, whether your brother-in-law, whether you are... I don't care. That doesn't make you a member. You must be born again by the same, same experience that the first believers had. Like on the day of Pentecost, 
you must receive an experience. You must meet God. You must be chained. Amen. The fire of the Holy Ghost must meet your soul. Or else you are not a member. You see, and if you're not a member, you are not going to the rapture. We don't have things like, you know me, I was born, like for me, I was born in the Anglican church. What is your religion? I am Anglican. Why? Because my father was Anglican. And his father was Anglican. Now, today what do we have? What is your religion? I'm a message believer. Oh, how? When did you believe? No, I was born a believer. You hear many of them say like that. I was born a believer. One of them told me, oh, me, I was a believer even when I was in my mother's womb. That's a lie of the devil. You cannot believe in your mother's womb. You believe after hearing the gospel and accepting it. So whether your father is a pastor or not, or whether it's the archdeacon or the bishop, you have to have an experience that every member has had. You cannot say, I'm a believer by proxy or I'm a believer by extension. God does not have grandchildren. God has children, only sons and daughters. Tell your neighbor, God has only sons and daughters. No grandchildren. <laughs> we are all children of God. Have we even never had any someone inspired? I am a grandchild of God. So say, no, we say, I am a child of God. That's why everyone must have that experience. Praise God. First Corinthians 12. For the body is not one member but many. Verse 14. Verse 15 now. If the food shall say. Because I am not the hand. I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say. Because I am not the eye. I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye. Where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing. Where were the smelling? But now, God has set the members, every one of them in the body. As it has pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are we... Uh, but now are they many members yet but one body. So listen friends, I want you to listen carefully. We cannot say that only DVF family is the body. Anybody else that does not interpret things the way we interpret them is going to hell. We cannot say that. Why? We are only a member of the body. 
and, 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 and even in the, in the local fellowship, we have many members. And every member is a member of the body. And then you go from fellowship to fellowship. And every fellowship is a member of the body. Is a member of the body. But he has said, now in the body, there are also gifts. And now we cannot be able to say that now one fellowship is now the whole body. No, we can't say that. There are different parts of the body. Praise God. The church is the body. The local church. The universal church. It begins with an individual. You, you are the church. Tell your neighbor you are the church. Now, you are the church. From you, a, a, an individual, to a local body. Fellowship. Now, we are the body also. Meaning, we are the church. But now, from us, comes the universal church. All over the world. They are scattered. Even here in Kampala. There are many fellowships here. Right now I'm speaking only to Days of the Voice and then Evening Light. But these are only two bodies. Two members of the body. But then we have many other members. And each ministry is important. Each fellowship is important. Because each fellowship is a member. And we need one another because we, 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 we are only one little piece of the body. You, you have seen here when we make meetings. You know, we need very many from other fellowships. When they make meetings, they, they invite some of our people. So some of you musicians, you can never be able to say, no, me, I only play for our church. You don't even know what you're talking about. Your church is not only this one. This is a fellowship of the church. The church is big. Huh? Brother, where is Brother Prince? I, you cannot, I cannot tell you Brother Prince Songli today. And no, 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 me, I only song lead in Gweru. For my pastor side. Who told you? If you are a song leader in the body, you are a song leader in the whole body of Christ. If you are a deacon, same thing. If you are a member, if you are doing media department, wherever there is a meeting and you are invited, you are part of that body. You should never have attitudes. That is not our church. This one is our church. That is not our church. Those are bad attitudes. They are for people who do not know who we are. But as, as for me and my house, as for me and my house, we know one thing. We are part of the body. And we are not the only body. But the body of Christ is universal. The bride is comprised of the whole body. Not just a piece. Therefore, there is no room for a piece to feel as if they were the only body. We are all part of one another. 
Praise God. One time I was speaking to someone some years ago. And he told me, my pastor is the best pastor in the world. I hope some of you don't feel that way about me. The only best pastor in the world is Jesus Christ. All of us are just sent. We are preachers of the gospel. And no one higher than the other. And everyone has a peculiar gift. And every gift is different. And every gift is needed. And every gift is important. You cannot say this one now is better than the other one. This one is better than the other one. It's alright to appreciate your pastor. But never appreciate your pastor over Jesus Christ. Because if your pastor is a man of God, he's pointing you to Christ. He's not pointing you to himself. He's not pointing you to his fellowship. He's pointing you to Christ. And that's why I believe the end time message. Because this message did not point me to William Branham. Did not point me to a church. This message pointed me to Christ. I now know Christ in a way I have never known him because of this message. Praise God. I have a few more minutes. Listen, no competition. If you know you are a part of the body, there won't be competition for importance. Some people have even noticed them sometimes in many churches. Some people, when they realize that they have been used a lot, or that they are needed a lot, or that they, they think they know something better than others, and they are not respected, they feel they are not respected enough, they will walk away. Let me see now how they will do it without me. It is, anybody who ever does that is because they don't know how it works. You're just a little pebble to a piece. You are needed, but you are not the only one that is needed. Everyone is needed. You may not even be a minister, preacher. You may just be a church member. Sister Grace, you come and sit there. Let me tell you, by sitting there, you are ministering to others. We as a body need you. There is no little one and big one and small one. We are all important. We are all needed. We are all necessary. So we are all part of the body. Praise God. And the eye, we are continuing in, in 1 Corinthians 12, 21. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again uh, the head to the feet. I have no need of you. Nay, much more of those members of the body which seem to be more feeble and necessary. Are you hearing me? Whatever, if you feel you are a little piece of the body, you are needed. Just like fellowships. Whether a church, or a, we call them a church, but they are fellowships. Whether a fellowship has ten members, and they are in Lukaya, or they are in some village somewhere, they are needed. 
Here days of the voice. We are needed. Some evening light, you are needed. Someone told me one time. Why don't we remove all the other churches if we are one body? And we make one big one. And we bring one man. And make him our leader. That's a denominational spirit. God does not work like that. If, if so, why didn't he make the whole body one eye? Why didn't he make the whole body one hand? And you see one hand moving. And you say that one is Sister Esther. <laughs> but what did God do? He created many members. One hand, two hands, many fingers, another feet, another feet, the ears, the nose, the mouth, the hair, many members of one body. So every church fellowship is necessary and is needed. And how do you want to how do you become part of one? Just join whichever you feel you're comfortable with. And be there steadfastly. Pay your tithe. Support with your presence. Encourage the believers. But with the other fellowships, when they have meetings, go join them. Don't say what I receive from my church is enough for me. No, it is not. What you receive from me is not enough for you. Go for in other meetings. Join them. Join in with others. Fellowship with them. That's what we believe, church. Praise the name of the Lord. And even those who feel more feeble, they are necessary. Some people say, for me, what do I do in the church? I don't song lead. I, I don't sing. I, I don't play any instrument. Even if I go late at church. I am not important. You, you do not know what you're talking about. You are necessary. You are a member of the church. A member of the body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Imagine if one morning you woke up and, and your left feet said, Since I'm not the right feet, I am not very necessary. Let the rest work. Me, I will work after 24 hours. The whole body will suffer. Imagine a man walking in the morning. Because the left foot has said. In Kenya they call it mandamano. What is it in Uganda? Does refuse to work. It is saying. I am not needed. I am not necessary. This is how the body will be. The body has refused. What part of the body has refused to work. That's how you make the body sick. When you do not play your part. Each of us is necessary. Each of us is needed. Each of us is important. Praise the name of the Lord. Sometimes you as a little member of the body may do things which nobody may ever know. Things they may never talk about. But you are necessary. You are needed. You have to come and bring your leak of fire together. Do what you have to do. After all, I'm not an interpreter. 
mavonuzi. Uh, uh, now let me not let me not tune the sound. Never sit at the so that they will feel that are most necessary. You don't need to show your necessity by by, by doing that. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Play your part in the body. Play it with joy. Play it with love. As being a part of the body. You see, everything in the church. You know, we, we have curtains in the church. There, there are those who clean. There are those who many things that go on. Unsung, we call it. We never talk about it. It is necessary. And what the part you are playing is necessary. Just by coming to church. It is necessary. You are, you are, you are, you are, the body is moving. But when you say, let me stay at home. I'm not important. And others begin competing. Huh. Praise God. Since I'm ministering to the Zoom saints, our time is done. But I'll continue with this. Sure. The church needs this. We need to know what it means to point to Christ and to be a member of the body of Jesus Christ. There is more than we think it is. And I pray that each of us will be able to realize our place in the body. And, and play it. Act it. Play it. Do oh, it. Oh, with oh, reverence. So that the whole body can move as one no body. For now. <laughs> Let us pray. Lord Jesus. Come on, yes. I've not even gone halfway of what I wanted to say tonight. But Father, what you knew that I would say and what these people could be able to take in has been said tonight. Help each one of them, Lord, to appreciate their position and their part in the body. That we all together can be able to point to Christ. Appreciate one another appreciating the gift of God in our lives appreciating Christ in us bless even our brothers at evening light Lord for they have appreciated us and we appreciate them Lord bless each and every one of them Lord all the saints together and even here Lord may you bless us May you help us to love one another as it were that we are one body grant it Lord let your presence fill our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. May we stand on our feet.